48K News. It's 11 o'clock, I'm Julian Quayle. The top story is dozens of people gather in Moncock to mark the anniversary of an incident last year in which police stormed Prince Edward MTR station. The SAR reports 15 new COVID-19 cases, but officials say they are unable to identify the cause of five of the latest cases. Officials say at least 340,000 people have signed up for the government's free coronavirus testing scheme and the death toll from a restaurant collapse in Shangxi province rises to 29 as rescue efforts wind down. Dozens of people gathered at a shopping mall in Mongkok earlier this evening to mark last year's police storming of Prince Edward MTR station during the anti-government protests. Calls had circulated online for people to march to the station from Langham Place. However, RTHK found no sign that such a demonstration had materialised. Instead, people gathered at the Moko Mall shouting slogans and playing anti-government songs until police entered the mall and ordered them to disperse. Hong Kong has reported 15 new COVID-19 cases today, 10 of which are local infections. But health officials are unable to trace the source of infection for the remaining five, a police officer, a part-time taxi driver, a housewife and two cleaners. Dr. Chuang Shukwan from the Centre for Health Protection said silent transmission of the virus in the community means people may come down with COVID-19 just going about their daily business. Meanwhile, an elderly female patient has died from COVID-19 at Tunglin Hospital, bringing Hong Kong's COVID-related death toll to 88. At least 340,000 people have signed up for the government's free COVID-19 testing scheme. According to the government's online booking system, all time slots at least two, at, at least two centres have been snapped up for the first seven days. And in Tungchung, where the only testing centre for the entire island's district is located, bookings are already full until Friday. But the Civic Party's Lee Kaho, a district councillor for the area, says he's concerned that crowds coming to get tested will increase the risk of infection for local residents. A government spokesman expressed disappointment and regret at what he described as false online reports about the programme. In a statement, the spokesman said the testing would be safe, convenient and quick, and personal privacy would be fully protected. Infection control and social distancing measures would also be in place at all 141 community testing centres. The central government's office, in charge of Hong Kong affairs, as well as Beijing's liaison office here, slammed critics of the upcoming universal coronavirus testing scheme. A Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office spokesperson says anti-China radicals have smeared the mainland's efforts to help the SAR in its fight against COVID-19 in acts that it described as vile and showing a disregard for safety and health. A liaison office spokesperson says the smearing of the mainland's aid to Hong Kong was despicable. The office accused the critics of politicising anti-epidemic issues. A number of pro-democracy groups, district councillors and activists have called on people to boycott the mass testing scheme. They questioned how effective it will be in identifying hidden carriers in the community, adding there's a risk that testing centres will lead to infection clusters. The activists also said many of these centres are close to wet markets and community facilities, but no consultation was held. They said the government should tighten border restrictions, but instead it only wants to use the pandemic to please the central government. 
And Winnie Yu from the Hospital Authority Employees Alliance says the possibility of false negative results will give people a false sense of security, which might end up doing more harm than good. Police say they've seized $170 million worth of drugs, including ice and heroin, after raiding a factory unit in Fanling. Two men, aged 27 and 33, were arrested. Officers say they discovered the drugs concealed in thousands of drink bottles stored at the unit. A superintendent from the Narcotics Bureau, Raymond Chow, says the force has seen a worrying surge in drugs seizures this year. He said police had seized 340 kilograms of ice in the first half of this year, 20 times the amount they seized during the same period last year. Police say they've arrested four people in connection with the repeated slapping of a 13-year-old girl in Aberdeen as they highlighted their concern over teenage bullying and violence. Those arrested were aged between 13 and 18 years old and were said to know the victim. Investigators say they believe the attack had stemmed from relationship issues. Officers have classified the case as common assault. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past 11. Mainland officials say the death toll from a restaurant collapse in a northern Chinese village has risen to 29. They said another 28 people were injured, seven of them seriously, when the building crumbled yesterday morning in Zhanggen County in Shangxi province. Hundreds of rescue workers using sniffer dogs, cranes and high-tech sensors had searched the rubble over the weekend, lifting slabs of concrete in hopes of freeing survivors. But rescue efforts have now ended. The official China Daily newspaper says the Cabinet's Work Safety Commission will oversee an investigation into the cause of the tragedy. A fishing boat carrying nearly 370 migrants has landed on the Italian island of Lampedusa as a nearby humanitarian ship carrying another 350 people sought a port of disembarkation. It's adding pressure to overloaded facilities. Italy has been struggling in recent months to deal with daily arrivals of hundreds of migrants to its southern shores. Its task is complicated by security measures imposed by the pandemic. The ANSA news agency reported that the boat carrying 367 people was escorted by the Italian Coast Guard and police to the island's port, where they were met by a demonstration organised by the far-right Anti-Immigrant League Party. The Society for Community Organisation, or SOCO, says it's scrambling to find enough computers for poor students so they can take online classes, with the new school year starting on Tuesday. The group criticised the government for failing to properly look after children living in poverty when it ordered a suspension of face-to-face classes because of coronavirus concerns. It says some 40% of more than 700 students from kindergarten to secondary school still don't have computers. A community organiser for SOCO, Xi Laishan, says the government should ensure all students are equipped with a computer and an internet connection. Sport and Mikel Arteta says Arsenal captain Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is close to signing a new contract after the Gunners beat Liverpool 5-4 on penalties following a 1-1 draw in the Community Shield. Aubameyang put Arsenal ahead in the first half at Wembley with a typically eye-catching strike. Japan's Tukumi Minamino equalised with his first goal for Liverpool late in the second half of the annual pre-season friendly between the Premier League champions and FA Cup winners.
In the shootout, Liverpool's young striker Vrian Brewster was the only player to miss, hitting the bar with their third penalty before Aubameyang calmly dispatched the decisive spot kick. Michel Platini and Sepp Blatter each face interrogation from the Swiss public prosecutor this week as part of the proceedings opened in 2015 over a 2011 payment of 2 million Swiss francs. Mr Platini, the former head of European football's governing body UEFA, has been summoned to Bern by Prosecutor Thomas Hilbrand for a hearing tomorrow. Mr Blatter, the former president of world governing body FIFA, is due on Tuesday. The prosecutor's office says two other former FIFA executives, Frenchman Jérôme Volk, the former Secretary-General, and Joan Marcus Kuttner, the former financial director, are being investigated for suspicion of unfair management. The US sportswear giant Nike says it has ended its 13-year relationship with the Brazilian football star Neymar. The company said the Paris Saint-Germain player would no longer be on its books after the end of August. Brazilian media claimed the association ended because the two sides couldn't agree on a pay package. In sport, Bayern Munich striker Lohan Jovodowski has been voted German Footballers of the Year. The 31 poll was the runaway winner of the title awarded by the football magazine Kicker, following a vote by journalists. Lewandowski received 276 votes, well ahead of two other members of Bayern's triple winning squad. Thomas Muller, 54 votes, and Joshua Kimmich, 49. The striker massed 55 goals for Bayern, finishing top scorer in every club competition which he played. He hit 34 in the Bundesliga, 15 in the Champions League and 6 in the German Cup, as Bayern won all three. Lewandowski is also favourite for the World Player of the Year prize. FIFA said it wants to make the award despite the pandemic, but a date has not yet been set. And to end the news, our top story once again. Dozens of people gathered in Moncock to mark the anniversary of incident last year in which police stormed Prince Edward MTR station. The news from RTHK. And right back to it. Having too much fun in the doo-wop. So... It doesn't get more doo-wop than the five sentence. Here's in the still of the night.
five satins in the still of the night. Now, if you ever saw a movie called Big starring Tom Hanks, when he was very little, him and his best friend used to sing a song called Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Bop. Along came a native girl, did a native 